What is the use of taking birth if you have not appreciated it and if you have not dyed it in the color of Satguru's devotion? This is a bhajan of Mastanaji's on page 8. You are wandering and traveling to every place, but you don't discover what is within you. Satguru is dwelling near you, but he didn't come in your sight. You receive this garment with no stains, but you have made it full of stains. After taking the soap of Nam, you haven't removed even one stain. Lust, anger, greed, attachment, these thieves are behind you. They stole from you very much, but you never knew their secret. You never come in the company of a saint, and you never sang in praise of God. Your country's glory is endless, but you've never understood that. What is the use of taking birth if you have not appreciated it, and if you have not dyed it in the color of Satguru's devotion? Abhajan of Mastanaji's on page 8.
सतगुरु की भक्ति पाला इस पर रंग संगत में कभी भी हर गुण गया कभी भी हर गुण गायर किया पाया गुरु की भक्ति वाला इस यूज ऑफ टेकिंग बर्थ इफ यू हैव नॉट अप्रिशिएटेड इट एंड इफ यू हैव नॉट डाइड इट इन द कलर ऑफ सतगुरुज डिवोशन एंड आर नेक्स्ट भजन इज अ भजन ऑफ बाबा सोमनाथ ऑन पेज थर्टीन Oh spiritual emperor Satguru Sawan you have captured my attention wherever i look there i see you all consciousness of the body has been lost this servant does your dhyan like the moonbird contemplating on the moon in the day i have no peace and at night i get no rest you have made your abode within me oh who will hear this prayer of mine and where do i go tears are flowing from my eyes like water running in a stream you have pierced my heart with the arrow of your love now i wish to give up my life without you in which direction should i go you are the only one both within and without you have dwelt in the temple of the mind your servant somanath remains in dhyan constantly He has only your hope. You are the father and mother of this child. Cut the net of Maya. Oh spiritual emperor Satguru Sawan, you have captured my attention. Abajan on page 13. Guru Sawan Asha Mera Chitta Hara मेरा चित्त हार 
Yeah. Uh-huh. 
Spiritual Emperor Satguru Sawan, you have captured my attention. Today, uh, the Christian world is celebrating Easter, and this first reading is a question that Sanchi answered, in which he comments on one aspect of the events preceding the day, now celebrated as Easter. The questioner says, Sanchi, one of the most moving things about Jesus Christ was that he seemed very vulnerable and he exposed his suffering at the end of his life. When he was dying on the cross, he even seemed to reach the point of human despair and called out to God and asked him, why have you forsaken me? Can you tell us if you or other masters have reached that point of despair and have called out to God because of the suffering you do for our sins? And Sanchi replies, Master Sawan Singhji used to talk about the sufferings the past masters had to undertake. He used to talk about how Guru Arjan Dev Ji was tortured and how Jesus Christ was also tortured. And similarly, what happened with Kabir Saab, Malana Rumi, and how Shamas Tabrez was de-skinned. When he used to talk about all those past masters' sufferings on account of the payment of their disciples' karmas, he also used to say, if we were not under the British rule, it is possible that we also would have been judged and we also would have suffered the same kind of things which the past masters suffered. You can very well imagine how the saints suffer because the negative power does not spare anyone as far as the karmas are involved. It is the same for everyone. Either the, the disciple has to pay off the karma which he does, or the master who has given him the initiation has to pay off the karmas. The negative power does not give any concession to anyone. All saints have to suffer on account of the karmas of their disciples. It is up to the negative power to decide how he wants the saints to suffer. If he wants, he can ask for an eye. If he wants, he can ask 
or any other part of the body. And it is possible that he may torture the saints to death as he has done in the case of many of the past masters. Regarding Jesus Christ saying, O Lord, why hast thou forsaken me? This could never happen. You know the historians have written their accounts a long time after the masters have left their bodies. And it is possible that the person who wrote this may have misunderstood or he may have made some kind of mistake. The saints could never say to God Almighty, Why have you forsaken us? Masters always pray for the well-being of their disciples. They pray for those people who are putting them to the cross, who are torturing them, but they never say, God, why have you forsaken us? God Almighty is within them, and they see that whatever is happening is in the will of God. There is no way that they would say something like this to God. They would never utter these words to God. Dear ones, I have often said that saints do not have any karmas of their own to pay off. All the suffering they have are due to the karmas of their disciples. Often it happens that while the master is suffering the karma of some dear one, that same dear one might see the master suffering and he might have ill feelings for the master, lose his faith in the master, and wonder why the master is suffering so much. Once Master Sawan Singh was ill with a fever. He was suffering very much and a dear one asked him, Why are you suffering so? Master Sawan Singh was suffering the karma of that very dear one. That dear one asked Master Sawan Singh, Is this your karma? Master Sawan Singh made his heart very hard and he said, No, this is not my karma. This is the karma of one of my dear ones. In 1984, the hearts of the people of India had turned demonic and they did not have any love or sympathy. They were very brutally killing the people of one particular community. The way they were killing these people cannot be mentioned or described because it was so bad and so brutal. At that time, when innocent people were being killed, I wrote this bhajan and I said these words to my beloved master. The happiness has gone away. Who will look after our sufferings? Come, beloved Kirpal, to whom else can I tell my sufferings? Guru Nanak Sahib was in Ahmedabad when the Mughals were torturing the other people. No one's life was secure at that time, and when he saw how people were molested, and how they were killed, he felt sorry for them. He felt a lot of pain and sadness for them. He said to Almighty Lord, All these souls are crying. Don't you feel the pain? O Lord, all these souls are crying, and they are suffering like this. Don't you have any pain for them? Don't you have any sympathy for them? Babur, the Mughal emperor, had had captured Guru Nanak Sahib with the others and those who were captured were given a very huge amount of grain to grind into flour. It was not possible for one person to do so much but still they were made to grind all that grain. Guru Nanak Sahib was also given a mill and grain but he did not lose any faith. He said, 
In pain or in happiness, we should remember only him. He told all the people around him, This all has been given to us by God Almighty, and we should remember him all the time, whether it is a moment of pain or happiness. To understand Jesus Christ as different than God Almighty is a mistake. God Almighty was present within him, and whatever he wanted he could have done. But outwardly, for other people's eyes, the masters always pretend to be simple people. If you go and sing their praises, if you go and tell them that they have all these good qualities, they will say, no, we do not have any good qualities in us. They will give all the credit to their master. They will say, all these qualities were in our master. This was from a question and answer session that took place in March of 1988 in Rajasthan. And this next talk is Sanchi's reply. It's a long reply to one question. And he talks further on the master's role of taking on the karmas of the disciple. <clears throat> this talk was given in 1985 and was given the title, The Philosophy of Karma. The disciple asks, I was wondering if you could clarify how it is that the master suffers pain when we do not meditate. I've understood from what I've heard previously that the master takes on pain when we do not meditate two hours a day. And also I've been told that every cell of his body is suffering excruciating pain. I was wondering if you could clarify this, if you could elaborate. And Sanchi says, you know that when we plant a plant, we expect, that, we expect that when it grows up, it will yield fruit. In the same way, when we get initiation from a perfect master, our desires know no limits. We have limitless desires. And that is why we have come to the master, so that with his grace we may fulfill our desires. The letters of the dear ones show how many desires they have. Their desires are limitless, and after making so many demands, they even confess that they cannot meditate, which is required. So they request to the Master, Master, shower your grace on us so that we may get this thing and that thing. Now you know that when desires are to be fulfilled, it is necessary that the karmas which are involved in doing that be dealt with. Unless our karmas are paid, unless it is written in our fate, we cannot get what we want. Sometimes we ask for things which are not written in our fate, but still we make our request in love for the Master. So out of love for his disciples, Master is bound to give to the disciples that which they have requested, even though a lot of karmas may be involved in that. Master Salam Singh Ji used to say, 
It is up to the negative power to decide in which way he wants the karmas to be paid. The disciple pays the karma, or the master who has become responsible for the disciple pays the karma. The master has no choice regarding how to pay. If the negative power wants blood from the body of the master, he will have to give that. If the negative power wants that the master's body should suffer with fever or any disease in order to pay the karmas of the disciples, the master has to do it according to the wishes of the negative power. This law of the negative power cannot be changed. The masters suffer pain only because of the karma which the disciples should be paying, which they are not able to pay because they go on requesting the master. We cannot pay off these karmas. In other words, they say, we cannot meditate. If we meditate, we can pay off the karmas, but we cannot meditate. And that is why we request the, the master that he should shower grace on us, because we cannot meditate. This is the condition they put, and that is why the masters have to suffer so much pain. You know that not everyone in this world has the same kind of thoughts the same kind of compassion and kindness for other beings. You would have come across some incidents many times in your own life. Suppose there is a person lying on the roadside, suffering pain. Many people don't even bother to look at him, to find out what is wrong with him, what to speak of stopping and taking care of him. But there are some people, those who are compassionate, kind and gracious, they may stop by that suffering person, ask him what the problem is, and it is possible that they may even take that person to a nearby hospital or doctor and give him medicine. <clears throat> Afterward, they may keep visiting that person. They do that because God has put within them a lot of grace, a lot of kindness and compassion for all human beings. This is a worldly example. Saints and Mahatmas come into this world carrying a lot of grace and kindness for all human beings. When any of their disciples, or even someone who is not a disciple of the Master, but who remembers him, cries for help, Master cannot stop himself. He cannot control himself. He always comes down to help that disciple. And you know that when you help someone, you have to lose something of your own. <clears throat> Master Sawansing became very ill toward the end of his lifetime. He became so sick that he lost a lot of weight and became very weak and thin. The devoted disciples who lived near him said, Master, you should pray to your master, Baba Jamal Singh, that he will allow you to spend some more time among us, and you should request him for recovery of your health so that you may become free from the diseases you have. Master Salon Singh said, I cannot do that. If I pray to my master for my health, that will make a difference in my discipleship. I have never done that. I don't want my master to carry the burden of my karmas, that he should suffer for me. I cannot do that, and I will never do that. But if you feel like doing it, you can pray to him. So Master Sawan Singh never prayed to his master, even though he suffered a great deal toward the end. It was always his disciples who used to pray to his master, Baba Jamal Singh, for his speedy recovery and his good health. <clears throat> <clears throat>
Master Sawan Singh Ji always used to say that the disciples do not know. They are blind. They do not know why the Master is suffering. Many times it happens that the Master is suffering on account of the karma of a disciple who is having bad feelings for the Master. This is my personal experience, that saints do not have any karma of their own. They always suffer because of their disciples. Saints and Mahatmas never want that their masters should suffer on account of their karmas. Whereas we, the disciples, if we have even a little bit of difficulty, we always make a prayer to the master. We do not want to suffer even a little bit. We always want that our master should suffer for us. And when it does not work, then we become upset. There was one initiate of Master Sawan Singh who had a little bit of physical difficulty. And when he did not recover quickly, since he had to suffer a little bit, he became upset at Master Sawan Singh and told another initiate, I am upset at Master because he did not protect me. He did not take care of me. That dear one went to Master Sawan Singh and told him, such and such a disciple of yours is very upset at you because you did not cure him when he was sick. Master Sawan Singh said, that poor fellow does not know how much karma, how much of his karma Master has taken on his body and how much the pain which he was supposed to suffer has been reduced. Master Sawan Singh often used to tell about this incident once he was suffering from some disease. He was paying off the karma of one disciple and that very disciple had a bad feeling for the master because he saw that Master Sawansing was suffering very much. His faith was shaken and he started thinking, why should a saint like Master Sawansing suffer so much? And he asked him, Master, is this your own karma which you are suffering? Even though Master was suffering the karma of that very person who asked that question, still he said, no, this is not my karma. This is the karma of one of my dear ones. Masters never complain. Patiently and lovingly, when the disciples make any request to them, they always bear the karma. They always bear the sufferings of the disciples. And they always reduce the pain of the disciples. I have often told you about my childhood when I had boils all over my body. It was so painful that whenever I would wear any clothes, they would all get stuck to the wounds. I still remember those painful moments even though I was a child at the time. My father always used to cry looking at my condition because I was his only child. Nobody else would love me because I had those boils. Nobody would allow me to come near them. My parents and the family members used to love me only because I was their only child. Once my father took me to Baba Vishandas and he wept. He told Baba Vishandas, God has given me only one child and I don't know how many bad karmas he has done in his past life, that he has these boils and blisters and he is suffering so much. I cannot bear to see him suffering. Either God should take him back or he should be cured. Baba Vishandas laughed and said, God never takes anyone back. Everyone has to suffer the account of their own karma or someone who becomes responsible for the karma of that person can pay it. Otherwise, that person who is suffering has to suffer. Then Baba Vishandas asked my father, 
Are you ready to pay the account of the karmas of this boy? My father could not say anything, because you know that it is very difficult for anyone to agree that he will suffer for someone else. We may say outwardly, I am ready to suffer. The parents love the child very much, but when you ask them, are you ready to suffer for your children? Nobody will be ready, because who wants to suffer for others? We can hardly suffer for our own selves. How can we think of suffering the pains of another soul? When my father did not agree, Baba Bishandas said, Okay, I will take him to a place of pilgrimage in Punjab, and over there he will become all right. But I will have to put some signs on his body. This is the will of God, and his body should have some signs. So this tattoo on my hand, and also two other signs which I have, were given to me at that time when Baba Bishandas took me to that place of pilgrimage. He also wanted to put a sign on my forehead, but my father again wept and requested him not to put a sign there because it would look very bad. My father asked Baba Bishandas to put signs on my body in such a way that they would not look bad. So Baba Bishandas took me over there. People may say that it was because I was taken to the place of pilgrimage that all the boils and the disease was cured, but that is not true. Baba Bishandas was very gracious, and I don't know how many karmas I had, how many bad karmas I had done, and how much Baba Bishandas suffered in order to remove the boils of my body. It is possible that a lot more complications were going to follow because of those boils, but graciously Baba Bishandas removed all the problems, all the complications and suffering he took on his own body. So this is the grace of the Master. When we request the Master to heal us, to make us all right, then we are not ready to pay the karmas which we are suffering. We are in a way requesting the Master to take those karmas on his body, which he lovingly does. And that is why he suffers for us. His body suffers when we do not meditate. Because when we meditate, we get the inner strength to bear the karmas. But when we are not strong enough to suffer the karma, then someone has to suffer. And who else can suffer our karmas except our master? During the second tour, when I went to Boston, a recently initiated dear one came to me who had some skin disease. He had boil-like things all over his body. An old initiate who was his friend brought that person to me and told me about his sickness. He removed his shirt and showed me the difficulties he had. At that time, I felt very gracious on him, and I remembered Master Kripal's name, and I touched his body. And the next day, he was all right. When the old initiate saw that that person was free from his disease, he realized that it was the Master who had taken the disease away, and that the Master would have to suffer. He came to me and wept. He told me, Master, I did not mean that you should suffer on account of that person. I just wanted to mention that he was a new initiate and was having this difficulty. He just wanted your advice. He did not want, and I also did not want, that you should suffer the account of this dear one's karma. What could I say at that time? Whatever was done, was done.
In the same way, in Ganganagar, there was a traitor, an initiate of Master Kripal Singh, who had some problems on his body, boils and skin disease. He was suffering a lot and he tried many doctors for many years, but he could not get any help. Once when Master Kripal came and he could not bear it anymore, he took off his clothes and stood in front of the Master. Master's gracious sight removed all his difficulties and he became all right. Master did not complain. You know that the Masters have been sent into this world by God Almighty to help the weak souls. To whom can the Masters say, I cannot take your karmas, or I cannot help you, I cannot suffer for you. If the disciples have real love for the Master, they will never do anything like that because they know that when Masters graciously remove the pain of the disciples, it is not that the pain is eliminated and does not go to anyone's account. If the pain is eliminated from your account, it definitely goes into the account of the Master and he has to suffer for that. So if the disciples have love for the Master, they will never do anything like that. They will always do the devotion of the Lord so that they may become strong enough to bear their own karmas. If the disciples have love, they will suffer the karmas and they will never pray to the Master. Master, shower grace on us and remove this karma. Baba Bishandas used to tell a story of a Muslim saint whose name was Hazrat Lut. There were two cities. I don't remember their names. Once some angels were sent by God to Hazrat Lut with a message from God saying, if there are at least 50 people in both these cities who do the meditation of God and who are really devoted to God, then God will be gracious on these cities and they will not have any natural calamity. But if there are not at least 50 people who do the meditation of the Lord sincerely, then God will not be gracious on these cities and they will be destroyed. There will be a rain of stones and fire and all the people who are in these cities will be destroyed. Now Hazrat Lut was a perfect saint and he knew how many devotees there were in those very big cities. He said, angels, one thing, 50 is a little more than you can expect. Even if there are 10 people who are doing the devotion of the Lord, even then, God should be gracious and not destroy these cities. The point is that the perfect masters always know how many people there are who really do the devotion of the Lord. We may find millions of people who do the devotion of the Lord outwardly, who do it only for name and fame, who do it only for showing other people that they are meditators or devotees. But if you go within, you will find just a few people who really do the devotion of the Lord. Guru Nanak says, if you want to find the best ones, you will find one out of millions, because in this world, rare are those who do the devotion of the Lord. <clears throat> Kabir Saab has said, the sky is on fire and everywhere the fire is coming down. If there were no saints present in this world, the whole world would have burnt in the fire. Saints are sent into this world by Almighty God. They always remain connected with God, and they always connect those souls with the Shabad Nam, 
who come to them for doing the devotion of the Lord. And only because of the presence of the saints and of those people who are connected with the Shabbat Nam, this world is sustained. Otherwise, where the sin increases and where there are not so many people who are connected with the Shabbat Nam and where there is no saint, that place is destroyed either by a natural calamity like earthquake or tornado or hurricane, or sometimes God destroys that place by other methods. It is only because the sin increases at that place, and there are not so many people there who devote time in the devotion or meditation of God. When the saints come into this world, they connect so many people to the Shabbat Nam. It does not matter from this perspective whether they meditate or not, only because of that connection to the Shabbat Nam, this world is sustained. And this world is as it is now only because the masters come into this world again and again and connect the souls with Shabbat Nam. <clears throat> Guru Nanak says, I sacrifice myself millions of times on that master who himself is the liberated one and who has come in this human form to liberate us. So graciously, the Master always showers grace on his disciples. Those disciples of the Master who do the meditation, who do the devotion sincerely, they find that the strength comes in their soul to suffer the consequences of their karmas. And when they are in any kind of difficulty, they never run away from those difficulties or request the Master to suffer their karmas. They always bear their karmas on their own self. But even on them, Master showers grace. And whatever help is feasible, Master always gives them that. We can understand this philosophy of karma and the grace of the Master only after going within. Just by reading books outside or even writing books about the subject outside, we cannot understand how these things work. <clears throat> Jim Jamuni Muni was the disciple of Vedvyas, and he wrote a book on the philosophy of karma. When he brought that book to Vedvyas, the master said, Yes, it is a good book, but it would have been better if you had done the meditation and gone within, and then written the book. Then I would have said, What you have written is true, and since you have practiced it, and it came out of your experience, this is the best thing you have done. But since you have not done meditation and have not gone within and have written this book only from your mind and intellect, I can only say that it is a good book and nothing more than that. But Jamuni Muni was not satisfied. He said, Master, what is the use of meditation and going within? I have written this very good book on karma. Those who read it will get to know how the philosophy of karma works. And since I have written all those things, I am sure that I will do what I have written and always be aware of the consequences of the good or bad karmas which a person does. Vedvyas used to go within and he was a perfect being. He knew that Jamuni was only talking from outside. He did not have any inner experience and he was not very strong in his devotion or in controlling himself. So Vedvyas said, okay, sometime I will put you to a test and then you will realize whether what you have done is good or not, and how important it 
first and how important it is first to experience something and then to write about it. Very confident about his writing. And he said, okay, whatever you want, whenever you want, you can do that. After some time, Vedvyas changed his form and disguised himself as a woman and went to the hut of Jamuni Muni. Seeing the woman, Jamuni Muni was delighted and that woman, who in fact was Vedvyas, told Jamuni Muni, I have lost my way, and since it is night time, you should give me shelter. I want to spend this night here. Tomorrow morning I will go. At that time, Jamuni Muni was very much in his senses, and lust and other things did not bother him. He was very strong and said, No, I am not in a position to give you a place to stay here in the night time. You should go and find some other shelter. But Vedvyas wanted to test him. So in the form of a woman, he said, If you do not give me shelter, and tigers or lions or wild animals kill me, you will be cursed, because you will be responsible for my death. Hearing that, Jamuni Muni was inspired to give her a place. But even then, he was very strong. He said, Okay, close the door from inside. And even if I tell you to open the door, you should not open it. He did not want to lose himself or get involved in any kind of bad karma. But after that, when he sat for his devotion or whatever he was doing, he started thinking about that woman instead of doing his devotion. And his mind told him, Well, she looks like a very good lady. Why don't you go and talk to her? Maybe she needs something else. And what is wrong with talking? You are only just going to talk to her. Mind always works like a competent lawyer in the beginning. He always inspires us in the beginning like that. What is wrong in doing this? Or what is wrong in doing that? But we never know what eventually he is going to make us do. We realize that only when we have indulged and lost ourselves. So when Jamuni Muni was inspired by his mind in that way, he knocked at her door. Vedvyas said, I will not open the door because you told me not to open it, even if you knocked. But Jamuni Muni by then was obsessed by lust, so he broke the roof. But when he came down in there, he saw Vedvya sitting there, and seeing him, he was very embarrassed. So the meaning of saying this is that we can understand this philosophy of karma and all these delicate points only when we go within and when we bring all these things into our experience. Just by writing or reading about all this, we cannot comprehend how this philosophy works and how we can save ourselves from the cycle of karma. King Bhoj was a very learned Sanskrit scholar, and he had defeated many great scholars in debates about the Vedas and other holy scriptures. And he was a very good and righteous king of that time. Once he thought, why did I become a king? Why has God been so gracious on me that he made me a king? What good karma did I do in my past life that God became so gracious on me and gave me this kingdom? Because I am living a life which is much better than millions of other people have. There must be something very great which I did in my past life which God was pleased with so that he gave me this very good position. When he could not find the answer to that question by himself, he called all the wise men and sages and sadhus in his court and asked them. One sadhu among all those who were invited knew the secret, but he did not tell but he did not want to tell King Boj himself. 
So he told the king, There is a certain sweeper who is cleaning the dirt of the city. Go to her, and she will tell you why you became the king of the city in this lifetime. When King Boj went to the sweeper, she told him to go and sing a, see a sadhu who was sitting outside the city. When King Boj went there, that sadhu told him, Okay, I will tell you what you did in your past life, as a result of which you got to be the king. But before that, I want to show you what is being done for you in the heavens. Using his yogic powers, that sadhu brought down a plane from the heavens, and making King Boj sit on that, he took him to the heavens, and there King Boj saw that they were constructing a very big palace. When he asked them why they were constructing it, they replied, It is for King Boj of the mortal world, because he is a very righteous king, and in his kingdom no one is unhappy. After he finishes his time in the earthly world, he will come here, and since he is making good karmas, he will be good given this beautiful palace to live in. After showing that to King Boj, that sadhu brought him back into this world and told him, I will tell you why you became a king in this lifetime. There lives a mad woman up in the hills. She tears her clothes and wanders here and there all the time. That mad woman was our mother in her last lifetime. And you, I, and that sweeper were brothers and sisters. Our father had left the body when our mother was very young, and we were very poor, so we did not have anything to eat. Once it so happened that somehow our mother collected some wheat flour, and she made chapatis for us, and we were very hungry. We each had got one chapati to eat because our mother had made only four chapatis. But as we were about to start eating, a sadhu came and asked for food. And my mother got so upset at him that she tore off his clothes. Our sister was so upset that she threw all the garbage on him. And I was so upset because we had barely gotten that food and he had come there asking for it that I gave him a beating with a burning stick. So as we did those karmas then, according to that, we got this present lifetime. Because I beat him with a burning stick, I have got this punishment, to sit by the fire and perform austerities. Our mother is wandering here and there like a madwoman, and she is compelled to tear off her clothes. And that sweeper in the city, who was our sister, since she threw all the garbage on that sadhu, now she is cleaning the garbage of the city. You were the youngest of all, and you were very kind to that sadhu. You gave your one chapati to that sadhu, and he became very pleased with you. And only because, because of that, you became king and are enjoying this life. The point is that if by reading and becoming learned and intellectual and a scholar, one could understand the philosophy of karma, if only by reading and writing, we could know for what karmas we are suffering and for what karmas we are enjoying, then what would be the use of doing meditation? We can understand the philosophy of karma and know how the karmas work only by going within. Because when we go within after doing meditation, all this philosophy of karma becomes an open book in front of us, and we can easily know for which karma we are suffering and for which karmas we are enjoying. Master Sawan Singh Ji used to say that masters shower a great deal of grace and mercy on the souls. But we are ungrateful ones and do not realize how much grace the Master is showering on us. Since we do not know and cannot see how much grace is being showered on us, 
we do not express our gratitude to the Master. But Master is very gracious. Master Sawan Singh Ji used to say that Masters are so gracious that if they eat the fruit of any tree, that tree at once leaves its body and gets the human body. And if the Master rides on any animal, that animal also gets the human body in its next lifetime. He also used to say that if by accident the Master puts his feet on any creature and it dies, then that creature also gets the human body. So just imagine how much grace the Master is showering on those souls who get the human body right from the body of trees or worms or animals like that. Even on human beings he showers so much grace that we, the drunkards, the meat-eaters, the bad people, have been brought into their company and are being prepared for our journey back to the real home. Except for the saints, who is there in this world who can shower so much grace on us? In fact, only saints know the glory and grace of the saints. How can we, the worldly people, know about the grace and the glory of the saints? Only the cuckoo knows where the cuckoo comes from. How can the other birds and creatures know where the cuckoos come from? Saints on one level are living in this world among us and they are talking to us. But on the other level, in another form, they may be giving nam to someone. They may be taking care of some souls. They function at many different levels. When I took Baba Bishandas to see Master Salan Singh, there were some people sitting with the Master as we are sitting here, and Master Salan Singh was talking with them. One Muslim fakir stood up and said, Master, before this lifetime, in your present birth, in your previous birth, you were born in the form of the king born in the form of the king of Faridkot, a state in Punjab. Master Sawan Singh kept quiet, but later he said, Yes, I know that, and I also know that before that I was born in many poor families. So the masters know everything of their own past, and they know about their future. They also know about the past and the future of all their disciples. They are omnipresent. They are all conscious. They know everything of the past and of the present and of the future. And only the saints, the masters of their degree, can understand and appreciate the glory and grace of the masters. How can we, the worldly people, know the grace of the master? I am very sorry that I took a long time to answer this question. This question could have been answered in many more talks because we cannot describe the glory and grace of the Master. I am sorry that the other dear ones who were waiting for their turn to ask questions did not get to ask them. I am very sorry for that. And the tape we're hearing is a Satang Sanji gave here at Sampani Ashram on July 27, 1990. Now he says that the rain bird goes on reading in the pain day and night without water 
he suffers a great deal but he does not drink any other water because he thinks that if he he would drink any other water other than the raindrop it will bring a bad name to his family yes sabhagat ji kar guru arjan dev ne bhi kita jis waqt ohna de guru dev maharaj ramdas ne ohde taaye di shaadi vich bhej ditta ke dekh bhai jab tak assi tenu na bulaiye ta nahi aana ਹੁਣ ਜਿਹੜਾ ਰੋਜ਼ ਦਰਸ਼ਨ ਕਰਦਾ ਹੈ ਉਸ ਨੂੰ ਰਹਿਣਾ ਬੜਾ ਮੁਸ਼ਕਲ ਹੁੰਦਾ ਹੈ ਉਹਨਾਂ ਨੇ ਇੱਕ ਉਥੋਂ ਪੱਤਰਕਾ ਭੇਜੀ ਆਪ ਦਾ ਦਰਦ ਲਿਖਿਆ ਮੇਰਾ ਮਨ ਲੋਚਾ ਗੁਰੂ ਦਰਸ਼ਨ ਤਾਈ ਬਿਲਪ ਕਰੇ ਚਾਤਰ ਕੀ ਨਿਆਈ ਤਿਰਖਾ ਦਾ ਉਤਰਾ ਸ਼ਾਂਤ ਨਾ ਆਵੇ ਬਿਨ ਦੇਖੇ ਗੁਰਦਰਵਾਰੇ ਜੀਓ ਗੁਰੂ ਅਰਜਨ ਦੇਵ ਜੀ ਮਹਾਰਾਜ ਆਲਸੋ ਟਾਕਡ ਅਬਾਊਟ ਥਿਸ ਯਰਨਿੰਗ ਹੀ ਇਜ਼ ਰਾਈਟਿੰਗ ਵਨਸ ਵੈਨ ਹੀ ਵਾਸ ਸੈਂਟ ਅਵੇ ਟੂ ਅਟੈਂਡ ਦ ਵੈਰਿੰਗ ਆਫ ਸਮ ਰੈਲੇਟਿਵ and he was told not to come back until he was called back you know that he who has been doing the darshan of the master he who has been having the darshan of the master every day if he is sent away and if he is not able to have the darshan of the master how he would feel so when he was sent away guru arjan dev ji maharaj wrote a letter to his master guru ramdas that my mind is desiring for your darshan and it is yearning to have the darshan it is yearning to have your darshan just like a rainbird yearns for the red raindrop i do not find any peace anywhere and uh, without seeing the beautiful court of my master without seeing the beautiful form of my master my mind will not get any peace pyase pran talap din rati aur neer naam paai jaise mere ga shabd sanehi shabd sunan ko jaai shabd sune aur pran daan de ਤਨ ਕੋ ਨਾਹੇ ਉਹਨਾਂ ਸ਼ਿਕਾਰੀਆਂ ਦੇ ਗੋਡਿਆਂ ਦੇ ਉੱਤੇ ਜਾ ਕੇ ਸਿਰ ਰੱਖ ਦਿੰਦਾ ਹੈ ਬੰਦੇ ਦੇ ਪਾਸ ਮਿਰਗ ਡਰਦਾ ਨਹੀਂ ਹੁੰਦਾ ਕਿ ਨੂੰ ਪਕੜ ਨਾ ਲਵੇ ਤੁਸੀਂ ਦੇਖ ਲਓ ਸ਼ਿਕਾਰੀਆਂ ਦੇ ਪਾਸ ਜਾਣਾ ਕਿੰਨਾ ਮੁਸ਼ਕਲ ਹੁੰਦਾ ਹੈ ਲੇਕਿਨ ਉਹ ਸ਼ਬਦ ਦਾ ਆਸ਼ਿਕ ਹੈ ਉਹਨੂੰ ਦੇਖ ਕੇ ਆਪਣਾ ਭੁੱਲ ਜਾਂਦਾ ਹੈ ਮੌਤ ਵੀ ਭੁੱਲ ਜਾਂਦਾ ਹੈ ਕਹਿਣ ਲੱਗੇ ਉਹ ਸ਼ਬਦ ਸੁਣਨੋਂ ਨਹੀਂ ਹਟਦਾਗਾ ਉਹ ਜਿਹੜੇ ਪ੍ਰਾਣ ਹੈ ਉਹ ਸੋਤੋਂ ਨੇ ਨਿਸ਼ਾਬਰ ਕਰ ਦਿੰਦਾ ਹੈ ਕਬੀਰ ਸਾਹਿਬ ਲਵਿੰਗਲੀ ਸੇਜ਼ ਦੈਟ ਦ ਡੀਅਰ ਅਟਰੈਕਟਡ is fond of uh, hearing a particular sound and uh, whenever he hears that sound he at once goes there and he surrenders himself to the hunters who are playing that particular instrument you see that the deer usually don't like to come near the man but when they hear that instrument they do not care for their life because they are so much attached they are so much in love with that sound that is why they go they put their head on the lap of the hunters and uh, they do that only because they are in love and they are attached to that particular instrument 
शब्द सुने और प्राण दान दे तन को जैसे सती चढ़ी सत ऊपर पिया कीरा मन पाई पावक देख डरे वह नाही हंसत बैठ सरामीर साहब जी उस जमाने भी जिक्र करते हैं जदों के खास करके राजस्थान ऐसा हों के अगर पति शरीर छड़ गया है तो पत्नी सती हो जाती सी वो तो वाकियात सचिया पत्नियाँ बहुत घट सर बना के पूजते सन लेकिन थानू पता है असल की नकल भी होने लग जाती है जब उन्होंने देखा कि इन्हों अच्छी आमदन होंगी है आखिर जरत साढ़िया नहीं जानिया सति के लोगों ने घर वाल ने उन्होंने चुक के धक्के ही अग देना शुरू कर दिता अज उ गौरमेंट ने कतल का मुकदमा दर्ज करते हैं कि जी औरत इस तरह सती हो इस अपराध को सब संतान ने बुरा किया है गुरु नानक कहें सतियाँ ये ना आखिए मड़िया लग जलन सती ऐसे ही आखिए जो बिरे चोट मरन ना कबीर साहब टॉक्स अबाउट दैट टाइम द थिंग विच यूज टू हैपन अलॉट इन दोज टाइम स्पेशली इन द स्टेट ऑफ राजस्थान दैट इफ एनी बडीज हसबेंड वुड डाय द वाइफ वुड गो एंड शी वुड ऑल्सो डाय शी वुड ऑल्सो बर्न हर सेल्फ इन द फ्यूनरल पायर विद द डेड बॉडी ऑफ द हसबेंड इन दोज डेज the wife who used to be very devoted to their husband and those who would think that what is the use of living the life without the husband they would sacrifice themselves they would die they, they would kill themselves like this and people used to make the temples in their name and other people would go there and do the devotion and do the worship over there nowadays you know that whenever there is a, anything any true thing always it is imitated so nowadays when people started imitating that practice and they even started uh, killing the wives of the dead person even without uh, even though the wife would not be willing to do that but they started throwing the wives of the person who was dead in the funeral pyre so now the government has banned that practice and it is considered to be uh, they they register the case of a murder if someone tries to kill anyone with along with her husband so now it is against the law over there but guru nanak saab and all the other saints they have condemned this practice of killing oneself with the dead body of the husband guru nanak saab says about sati that uh, do not call her a sati who burns only her body with the dead body of her husband sati is the one who burns herself in the pain of the separation from her beloved niya bibi da jo sarbandh hai ये बड़ा ही पवित्र होंगे है प्यार के बंधन में बदे होंगे है अगर जो असी इन समझ सकी जिन्ना एक औरत का फर्ज है अपने कैदे कानून अंदर साबित रहना उन्ना एक मर्द का भी है द रिलेशनशिप बिटवीन द हसबेंड एंड वाइफ इज द मोस्ट होली इज द मोस्ट इज द प्योरेस्ट वन 
because they are tied together in the bond of love. And if we are able to understand that how important it is for both the husband and wife to remain faithful to each other, we can easily maintain the married life. Lekin, agar asi mannu ajajit de dinne, khulla shad dinne hai, e bishay bakaran dena rajda nega, jinni tusi lakdi te aga paonge, unne pahambar jade machan ge, jinna enu jade tusi, ادھر لاؤں گے انہیں جادے خوانویش پاسے پریرے گا گروہ ارجن دیو جی مہاراج کہن دے ہے کام وانت کامی بو ناری پر گرہ جو ہے نہ چوکا ہے دین پرت کرا کرا پشتاپ ہے لوگ سوگ میں سوکا ہے but if we let our mind go free then we never get any satisfaction no matter how much we indulge and no matter with how many people we indulge but we never get any peace we never get any satisfaction it is like the more wood you put on the fire the more fire it will burn, it will never stop. So that is why he says that <coughs> one does not get any satisfaction. Guru Sahib also says the same thing, that the unchaste woman who goes to many different people does not get any satisfaction, no matter how much she indulges or no matter how much one indulges with another person. And in the end, they repent, but to no avail because they do not get any satisfaction even after indulging with so many people. पावक देख डरी वह नहीं हंस बैठ सरामाई दो दल सन मुख आन जुड़े हैं सुराले کبیر خیر سارن پیار نہ کہن دے اگر دو دل آمو سامنی ہو کے لڑ دے ہیں جو سورما ہے تو مدانے جانے تو پچھے نہیں جائے گا اگر پچھے جاندہ ہے تاود آپ جا سندہ ہے لوگوں نے کہر کہن دے ہیں وہ مدانے جنگ وچ جا کے لڑنا ہے جا مرنا ہی جاندہ ہے Kabir Sahib lovingly tells us that suppose if there are two groups in the battlefield which are fighting with each other and if the brave one always fights there until the death if anyone turns his back to the battlefield and if he runs away from the battlefield he is called coward he does not get any fame he brings disgrace to the name of his group because a brave person knows only either to kill or get killed in the battlefield. Guru or Sikh ji, Madane Jangavichi nikar de hai, Sikh no Guru, Shabba de na lais karda hai, Sada Madan keda hai, E dona akhaan de dirmayan hai, E matha hai, Or thwanu pata hi hai, Judo si abhyas kar de hai, Kis tarah, Pahla, Sade, Gittyaan ji dard hai, Godiyaan ch hai, Aakir sara sri sun hunda hai, Kis tarah, جس طرح کیڑیاں چکڑیاں ہیں اور جو چکران دے بچوں سورت اوپر نوم بھی ہے کئی دفعہ درد بھی ہونا شروع ہو جاندہ ہے آپ پیار نہ کہیں دے ہے لیکن جو پریمی سے سنگی ہے جتے گروہ جس مدان دے بچے بیٹھا ہے وہ اسے پہنچ دا ہے پہ میں انہوں کے نئے درد کیوں نہ ہوئے کنیا ہی انہوں مشکلہ کیوں نہ ہوئے ہوئے The master and the disciple also go to the battlefield and here the master has armed the disciple with the weapon of the Shabad Dhun You know that when, what is our battlefield, this eye center is our battlefield where we have to go. 
And you know that when we sit in the meditation hall, in the beginning when we start withdrawing from the body, what happens in the beginning? We feel as if the ants are biting our hands and feet. And as our soul goes on uh, withdrawing from the body, we go on feeling more and more pain. And when our soul uh, breaks the chakras which come in between on the, in the, on the journey, we feel tremendous amount of pain. But we do not surrender to that pain. We sit through that pain and we go on doing our meditation because we need to go to the battlefield where our master is waiting for us. And eye center is our battlefield. So that is why a disciple, when he sits in the meditation, he has to bear the pain. And only the, that disciple who bears the pain and comes to the eye center can be called as a brave warrior. Kabir Sahib Kande, Sura so Pachaniye, Jo Lade Deen Ke Het, Purja Purja Katmare, Kabu Nachade Khet. Kabir Sahib says that he can recognize a brave warrior only with this quality of his, that he who fights until the last moment, he who prefers to get his body cut into different, cut into little little pieces, but do not leave, do not, does not abandon the battlefield, he is a real warrior. ਤਰਮ ਜੋ ਪਰਮਾਤਮਾ ਦਾ ਹੈ ਉਹ ਹੀ ਸਾਡੀ ਆਤਮਾ ਦਾ ਹੈ ਇਸ ਨੂੰ ਅਸੀਂ ਹਾਸਲ ਕਰਨਾ ਭਵੇਂ ਕਿੰਨੀ ਵੀ ਕੁਰਬਾਨੀ ਕਿਉਂ ਨਾ ਹੋਵੇ ਕਹਿੰਦੇ ਸੇਵਕ ਨੂੰ ਦੇਣੀ ਪੈਂਦੀ ਹੈ ਗੁਰੂ ਨਾਨਕ ਕਹਿੰਦੇ ਆ ਸਗਲ ਧਰਮ ਮੇ ਸ੍ਰੇਸ਼ਟ ਧਰਮ ਹਰ ਕਾ ਨਾਮ ਜਪ ਨਿਰਮਲ ਕਰ ਦ ਰਿਲੀਜਨ ਆਫ ਆਵਰ ਸੋਲ ਇਜ਼ ਦ ਸੇਮ ਐਜ਼ ਦ ਰਿਲੀਜਨ ਆਫ ਗੋਡ ਆਲਮਾਈਟੀ ਐਂਡ ਇਨ ਆਰਡਰ ਟੂ ਬਿਕਮ ਸਕਸੈਸਫੁਲ ਇਨ ਅਚੀਵਿੰਗ ਦ ਰਿਲੀਜਨ ਆਫ ਗੋਡ ਆਲਮਾਈਟੀ ਵਿਚ ਇਜ਼ ਦ ਰਿਲੀਜਨ ਆਫ ਆਵਰ ਸੋਲ ਨੋ ਮੈਟਰ ਹਾਊ ਮਚ ਸੈਕਰੀਫਾਈਸ ਵੀ ਹੈ ਟੂ ਮੇਕ even the biggest sacrifice made in this path of religion in this path of realizing our soul is considered to be the smallest one that is why guru nanak sahib says that the best religion of all is the religion of uniting one's soul with the over soul because by doing the practices of this religion our karmas become pure and holy tuk tuk hoe gire taran par khet chhode nahin jai chhodo tan apni kiya sa nirpay hoe gun gai कहत कबीर सुनो पैसा दो न तो जन्म मसाई कबीर साहब कहंदे है के किस तरह से जो दुनिया दे कारोबार करदे हैं किवे समान काल लेने हैं कदे असी अकदे नी थकदे नी लेकिन ज्यादासी भजन सिमरन करना है ਸਾਡੇ ਵਾਸਤੇ ਕੋਈ ਸਮਾਂ ਨਹੀਂ ਅਸੀਂ ਹਜ਼ਾਰਾਂ ਮੁਸ਼ਕਲਾਂ ਅੱਗੇ ਕਰਦੇ ਹਾਂ ਕਿ ਮਹਾਰਾਜ ਜੀ ਮਨ ਨਹੀਂ ਲੱਗਦਾ ਹੁਣ ਤੁਸੀਂ ਦੇਖ ਸਕਦੇ ਹੋ ਮਨ ਤਾਂ ਦੀ ਲੱਗੇਗਾ ਜੇ ਤੁਸੀਂ ਰੋਜ਼ ਬਿਠਾਓ ਸੰਤ ਕਹਿੰਦੇ ਲੱਗੇ ਜਾਂ ਨਾ ਲੱਗੇ ਤੁਸੀਂ ਇਹਨੂੰ ਬਿਠਾਓ ਤਾਂ ਸਹੀ ਅਗਰ ਅਸੀਂ ਬਿਠਾਵਾਂਗੇ ਤਾਂ ਜ਼ਰੂਰ ਲੱਗੇਗਾ ਕਬੀਰ ਸਾਹਿਬ ਸੇ ਦੈਟ ਵੈਨ ਵੀ ਸਿਟ ਡਾਊਨ ਟੂ ਡੂ ਦਾ ਵਰਲਡਲੀ ਵਰਕ ਵੀ ਡੂ ਨਾਟ ਵੀ ਡੂ ਨਾਟ ਫੀਲ ਟਾਇਰਡ ਵੀ ਡੂ ਨਾਟ ਸੇ ਦੈਟ ਵੀ ਡੋਨਟ ਹੈਵ ਇਨਫ ਟਾਈਮ and we do not have any difficulties when we have to do the worldly work but when it comes to doing the meditation then we have so many difficulties either we don't have the time or we do not like doing it we present so many difficulties to the master we even tell the master that our mind does not want us to sit or we do not enjoy sitting in the meditation dear ones you will enjoy sitting in the meditation you will like doing it only if you sit in the meditation every day so that is why whether your mind likes it or not whether you enjoy doing it or not 
you should do it because you will start enjoying it, you will start liking it only if you make yourself sit regularly in the meditation. Subir Sahib Kende, Paramatma ne Ansan da Jama Sanu Aap de Malawa se dita hai Lekan, Asiyan Vishay Bakaran de Vich Kharab kar jane hai Jho Mauka Paramatma ne Sanu dita hai Oh, Sanayri Mauka, Asiyan Hath Cho Kad jane hai Kabir Sahib say that God Almighty has given us this precious human birth which is an opportunity to do the devotion of God and realizing Him. But we lose this opportunity. We waste this human body in indulging in the worldly pleasures and the passions. And that is why we do not take advantage of this precious opportunity and we lose it. This is the opportunity which God has given to us for realizing Him. Sanu Patai hai, ke jo bachche hai, ਇਹ ਪੜਾਈ ਦੇ ਚੋਰ ਹੁੰਦੇ ਹੈ ਸਕੂਲ ਜਾਣ ਲੱਗੇ ਕਈ ਕਿਸਮ ਦੇ ਮਕਰ ਕਰਦੇ ਹੈ ਸਾਡੇ ਸਭ ਨਾਲ ਇਹ ਹੁੰਦੀਆਂ ਆਈਆਂ ਹਨ ਲੇਕਨ ਜਿਹੜੇ ਟੀਚਰ ਹੈ ਉਹਨਾਂ ਦੇ ਮਾਤਾ ਪਿਤਾ ਨੂੰ ਵੀ ਕਹਿੰਦੇ ਹੈ ਕਿ ਤੁਹਾਡੇ ਬੱਚਿਆਂ 'ਚ ਨੁਕਸ ਹੈ ਮਾਤਾ ਪਿਤਾ ਵੀ ਸਮਝਾਉਂਦੇ ਹੈ ਹੋਰ ਉਹਨਾਂ ਦੇ ਜੋ ਪੜੋਸ ਵਿੱਚ ਰਹਿੰਦੇ ਹੈ ਉਹ ਵੀ ਉਹਨੂੰ ਪੜਾਈ ਦੇ ਫਾਇਦੇ ਦੱਸਦੇ ਹੈ ਕਿ ਬੇਟਾ ਪੜਨਾ ਚਾਹੀਦਾ ਹੈ ਪੜਾਈ ਦੇ ਫਾਇਦੇ ਹੈ ਪੜਾਈ ਦੇ ਨਾਲ ਤਾਂ ਵਿੱਚ ਬੰਦਾ ਹੈ ਉਸ ਬੱਚੇ ਦੀ ਸਾਰੇ ਮਦਦ ਕਰਦੇ ਹੈ ਟੀਚਰਾਂ ਦਾ ਕੰਮ ਕਿੰਨਾ ਆਸਾਨ ਹੋ ਜਾਂਦਾ ਹੈ ਲੇਕਿਨ ਸੰਤਾਂ ਦਾ ਕੰਮ ਤੁਸੀਂ ਦੇਖ ਲਓ ਕਿੰਨਾ ਮੁਸ਼ਕਲ ਹੁੰਦਾ ਹੈ ਕਿਉਂਕਿ ਅਸੀਂ ਵੀ ਇੱਕ ਉਸ ਛੋਟੇ ਜਿਹੇ ਬੱਚੇ ਦੀ ਤਰ੍ਹਾਂ ਭੋਲੇ ਆ ਇਸ ਪਾਸੇ ਔਰ ਸੰਤਾਂ ਦੇ ਸਕੂਲ ਵਿੱਚ ਜਦ ਅਸੀਂ ਨਾਮ ਦੀ ਕਮਾਈ ਕਰਨ ਵਾਸਤੇ ਨਿਕਲਦੇ ਹਾਂ ਸਮਾਜ ਵਾਲੇ ਵੀ ਹਟਾਉਂਦੇ ਹੈ ਕਿ ਤੂੰ ਕਿੱਧਰ ਲੱਗ ਗਿਆ ਹੈ ਘਰ ਵਾਲੇ ਵੀ ਕਹਿੰਦੇ ਹੈ ਤੂੰ ਇਸ ਪਾਸੇ ਕਿਉਂ ਲੱਗ ਗਿਆ ਹੈ ਪਤੀ ਪਤਨੀ ਨੂੰ ਰੋਕ ਲੈਂਦੀ ਹੈ ਪਤੀ ਪਤਨੀ ਪਤੀ ਨੂੰ ਰੋਕ ਲੈਂਦੀ ਹੈ ਤੁਸੀਂ ਸੋਚ ਕੇ ਦੇਖ ਸਕਦੇ ਹੋ ਮਾਤਾ ਪਿਤਾ ਵੀ ਕਹਿੰਦੇ ਆ ਕਿ ਬੇਟਾ ਅਸੀਂ ਬੁੱਢੇ ਆ ਅਸੀਂ ਭਜਨ ਕਰਾਂਗੇ ਤੂੰ ਕਿਹੜੇ ਪਾਸੇ ਲੱਗ ਗਿਆ ਹੈ ਕਹਿਣ ਦਾ ਭਾਵ ਸੰਤਾਂ ਦਾ ਕੰਮ ਕਿੰਨਾ ਮੁਸ਼ਕਲ ਹੈ ਵੀ ਆਲ ਫੇਸ ਥਿਸ ਪ੍ਰੋਬਲਮ ਸਪੈਸ਼ਲੀ ਥੋਸ ਹੂ ਹੈਵ ਦ ਚਿਲਡਰਨ ਯੂ ਨੋ ਦੈਟ ਸਮਟਾਈਮ ਥਿਸ ਚਿਲਡਰਨ ਡੂ ਨਾਟ ਲਾਈਕ ਟੂ ਗੋ ਟੂ ਦ ਸਕੂਲ ਦੇ ਡੂ ਨਾਟ ਲਾਈਕ ਟੂ ਸਟੱਡੀ ਐਂਡ ਇਟ ਇਜ਼ ਵੈਰੀ ਹਾਰਡ ਫਾਰ ਦ ਪੇਰੈਂਟਸ ਟੂ ਐਕਸੈਪਟ ਥਿਸ ਐਂਡ they are confused so even the teachers at the school they complain to the parents that your child does not pay any attention to the to the studies and he is not doing well in the school so <clears throat> the teacher voices his concern and the parents explain to the kid that uh, he should be studying in the school he should pay attention to what the teacher is teaching and if uh, there are relatives around or if there are other the people in the neighborhood or like that they all come to help the kid and they all talk to him about the importance of studying and going to the school and listening to the teachers so there are many people who can help the, the children and those who encourage him to go to the school so it becomes very easy for the teachers because he is getting so much help from the parents of the children and the friends relatives and because the child is also getting encouragement and help from the other people he likes going to the school and then the then very easily the teacher can teach him but when it comes to if we compare this with the work of our master we will see that how much difficult the work of the master is because we are also like this the innocent children we do not like to come to the path we do not like to get the initiation and afterwards we do not like to sit in the meditation we have so many difficulties but there is no one who would encourage us to do the path and who would help us to come to the master and do the meditation instead of getting any any help from our friends or relatives they all are trying to take us away pull us apart from the master the friends and relatives will say well why have you become a renunciate why do you have to do this devotion 
even our relatives, our family members, they all say, well, this is, this is no good for you, you should not do the meditation and like that. Even the parents, if they have become old, if they are older, they will say, well, it is our time to do the devotion of Lord. It is not for you to do the devotion of Lord. You should take care of us and things like that. So you see that it is very difficult for the masters to keep us on the path because we do not get any encouragement or any help from the people around us. Instead of helping, they all try to take us away from the path of the meditation. So in comparison to the work of the teacher, the work of the master is even more difficult. बड़े प्यार में सामने दुसिया के अंदर जान वास्ते जरूरी है पहला गुरु ना प्यार करो तभी थोड़ा बुआ खुलेगा अगर ऐसी गुरु ना प्यार नहीं कर देंगे ऐसे कामयाब नहीं होंगे अंदरो मालिक बुआ नहीं खोल दागा so in this brief him Kabir Sabravindi explained to us that in order to go within first of all you need to love the master because the inner door will not be open to you until you will have love for the master God Almighty does not open the door for us until we have the love of the Master. Our closing bhajan is Sanchi's bhajan Merakagaja Gunavala on page 70. Tear up the paper of the account of my sins. I don't ask for anything else. You can do everything. You are all conscious. I am the one who makes faults and I am not true to the salt. Becoming the philosopher's stone, liberate this iron. We cannot know your glory, nor can we recognize the divine light. Shoot the arrow of grace in our hearts. One day we have to leave this foreign country. The body is false, the maya is false. O oh Lord, holding us by the arm, take us across. We are the sinners. We are the ones who make mistakes. O oh Lord, forgive us. We are the poor souls. Remove the pains of egoism. Shower grace on us and make us give up the sins. Make us do Simran and Bhajan. O Kirpalji, liberate this suffering ajave. Tear up the paper of the account of my sins. I don't ask for anything else. A Bhajan of Sanchi's on page 70. Mera Kagajagunahavala parde or kucha mangadanai mera kagajagunahavala parde or kucha mangadanai tu samaratatu antar jami megun garha nimakarami tu samarat tu antar jami megun garha nimakarami banke Parasaloe nu tarde or kucha mangadanahi mera kagajagunahavala parde or kucha mangadanahi teri mehma janana sakiye nura ilahi 
पहचान न सकिए तेरी मान न सकिए नूर इलाही पहचान न सकिए तेरा दया कलेजे बिच मार दे और कुछ मंगद नहीं मेरा कागजा गुना वाला पार दे और कुछ मंगद नहीं चदना एक दिन देश पराया झूठी काया झूठी माया चदना एक दिन देश पराया झूठी काया झूठी माया बहु पर पिया कर पार दे और कुछ मंगद नहीं मेरा कागजा गुना वाला पार दे और कुछ मंगद नहीं असी पापी हा ओ गुन हारे बख्शो दाता जीव विचारे असी पापी हा गुन हारे बख्शो दाता जीव विचारे होमे अंगता दे दुकरे निवार दे और कुछ मंगद नहीं मेरा कागजा गुना वाला पार दे और कुछ मंगद नहीं दया करो सातो पाप चुदावो सिमरन भजन दाप करावो दया करो सातो पाप चुदावो सिमरन भजन दाप करावो कृपाल जी दुखिए अजब नुतार दे और कुछ मंगद नहीं मेरा कागजा गुना वाला पार दे और कुछ मंगद नहीं शावर ग्रेस ऑन अस एंड मेक अस गिव अप द सिंस Make us do Simran and Bhajan. O Kirpalji, liberate this suffering Ajayb. May God continue to bless us all. <laughs>